you're the first person with the microphone mm-hmm. in the whole lot. I'm so excited. This is awesome. Yeah, I am too. How do you feel about being on the show? I'm excited. Very excited. I've been following the show, and I'm glad finally I get a shot. I mean, <laughs> a while back we recorded one, and never actually figured out what... It wasn't appropriate <laughs> for air. I think, it, I think it got went down some rabbit holes. To the degree which we're willing to be obedient determines the pace at which God can work in our life. Like, God's not like, I'll start working on Tuesday. He's like, no, like, I'll start working when you step up to the plate. Everything's just easy hard. You know, he's not asking us to do things that he's not enabling us to do. So in that truth side, everything is so easy. But we have to walk in obedience, and that's hard, you know? So it's it's all easy hard. It's easy hard. It comes up in my journal all the time. I tell people all the time, like, I love... <laughs> no, I don't. But I, I kind of love... When I think back, I love the bad things that happened to me because they're great songs. Oh, my gosh. There's, that's yeah. kind of how I am, too. Yeah. I'm like, man, that hurt, but that's a good story. Exactly. As I was reflecting, I was like, God, why am I like in Daphne, Alabama? Nobody, I didn't know about Daphne, Alabama until you called us here. Why am I in Griffin, Georgia? (laughs) And then the Lord just ministered to me and he said, well, if you're not at Coastal Church in Daphne, Alabama, then who would be there? Coastal Church in Daphne, Alabama deserves my best. Be wildly generous, not keeping things for just ourselves, but to give and to love on others and to be wild in forgiveness. And Jesus demonstrates this perfectly. It, uh, Chris, follow me on this. You you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> not really, but okay. <laughs> Gabrielle, where is God still with you? It's funny, but I feel like God's still with me even when I'm not with him when I'm not present and even when I'm not really paying attention God's still showing up and still with me I think I've been more aware of his grace that goes before me even before I even realize that's there that just shows how undeserving we are but how good he still is Hey friends, it's Coley. Welcome to the 100th episode of Still With You, a centennial party of sorts, as I've been jokingly calling it. I am so happy that you are here. As you heard from the montage of many amazing voices, Still With You holds an incredible audio journey with Jesus. I will never forget being 20 years old, living in a new coastal city, craving a deeper connection with God. With an open but unsure heart, I asked him to give me his vision for the plans he had for my life. A few prayerful months later, I purchased a podcast mic and with bold courage asked a friend if she would be willing to share part of her story with me for a new project. After recording together, I took another brave step and reached out to another friend asking the same question. Then another and another and another. In January 2018, Still With You hosted by Coley Browning, a space for sharing gold, inspiring stories with genuine friends about our faithful God, found a home on the podcast airwaves. To date, Still With You has lovingly welcomed 90 friends and counting to share their story. With 100 episodes as of today and thousands of downloads, its purpose has not wavered. The podcast serves as a reminder of a promise from God that you are not alone. 
Just as Joshua built memorials to honor God after crossing the Jordan River, my hope too for this episode is to be a marking moment. I am joined by my dear friend slash returning guest, Tiffany Leader, as we catch up 100 episodes later, still chatting about streaming cues, tiny homes, growing in health, as well as the new Still With You tease. We are sharing the message of the podcast in form of a cute neutral tea. You can pre-order your Still With You t-shirt right now by visiting coleybrowning.com. I have been so excited to share this project and I cannot believe the day is here. It is released in the world and I cannot wait to see you guys style your shirts and be encouraged by wearing a message that is not a man-made mantra. It comes straight from scripture. God is still with you. He's still working just like he met me in Pensacola, Florida in a Best Buy parking lot asking me to step out in faith and encourage others. He's doing the exact same for you. And this episode is just a small moment in a span of time that God is going to continue working. I'm so thankful you're here. There is so much to unpack in this episode. Let's get this somewhat of a centennial party started. It is my truest honor to welcome you to the 100th episode of the podcast. So we've moved from eating muffins and recordings <laughs> to smoothies. And I feel like there's a metaphor there of walking towards health or yes. something. Yeah. Do you remember that at all? Yes, I remember because I cooked breakfast for us, didn't I? Yeah, you cooked breakfast. I brought muffins. Mm-hmm. And in that first episode that I re-listened to this morning, mm-hmm. we spent a solid three minutes simply talking about Danielle Walker. <laughs> and food. And food. Yes. And pop culture. Mm-hmm. And it surprised me listening back because I think I just shot from the hip. And I don't know if I do that anymore. I feel like I'm a little bit more reserved, probably for good reason, but... There's something so beautiful about listening back to it, even though it's so cringy from my perspective, like what I shared, not what you shared. Everything you shared was wonderful, but it's almost like it's a little bit untouched. And I like that, but it also is slightly embarrassing compared to like looking back on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's part of growing too. Like you're seeing where you came and now where you're at and like the evolution of your time podcasting up to this point has changed. That's not Mm -hmm. a bad thing. I think it's just like growth. I mean, I feel like a different person. It's like not even podcasting. It's like almost been an audio journal of It's a weird, yeah, it's a weird thing because thinking back on it, I'm like so much of my life has changed even. And mm-hmm. as we've gone along is so much in our friendship things have happened not bad things but you know just life has happened and yeah we're just in different places and different seasons than we were and seeing how you've grown through this and it's just funny because we were at my apartment that I, I was know. <laughs> I know I was like I can remember where we were at well, and and it, it hadn't even turned to 2018 like we yeah. recorded in December of 2017 okay. and yeah. so when I create a timeline for friends who are just joining or they've been listening since the beginning mm-hmm. I'm always like still with you came out 2018 but the reality is that idea had been brewing in for a while yeah like half of 2017 yeah and then 2000 the end of 2017 I bought the mic and you were so kind to come on and just let me work out my kinks and figuring out my voice yep here we are a hundred episodes later technically there's more than that but there's this is like the official like hanging out with friends like a hundred episodes yeah that's so exciting you literally have walked with me 
this from the beginning and I'm like thank you so much for coming back to celebrate I felt like it would only be more appropriate so here we are with our smoothies now cheers to smoothies and 100 episodes I have a few things that I want to ask you about yes of course because a lot has happened and I don't expect like in approaching a conversation like this this is not where we're just like recapping everything it's not like that but it's more of just kind of a momentum or I don't yeah. know, I've been learning a lot about like even altars in the Bible. Mm, you know yeah. me, I've been in Joshua yes, yes. and about like remembering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think of the stones like yes. puts in the river. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's... It's like there's these little moments where you're just like, hey, this doesn't have to be the bookend to everything, mm-hmm. but it's like, this is just a place that I want to remember where God moved. Yeah. So, 100 so episodes good. in, this is this feels like a little altar. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny you say that, because at church on Sunday, they were talking about remembering like what God has done in your life and how yeah. that's the oil in your life. I'm try not to go too in depth about it but it's oh you can this is the place it's like the oil in your life to keep you going and so like oil represents the holy spirit and so they were talking about like god moments in your life so when you're getting ready to step out in obedience Mm. you remember all those things and you have markers of all those things to see what god has done to fuel you and re-energize you to be obedient again so we made it to we i say we We, i feel like you are allowed to say we you have prayed over for this baby you have like walked me through tears in this yeah. like no you are allowed <clears throat> to say we so it's like we made it to this point and then you're just gonna keep launching from yeah from this point forward so yeah it's exciting to take a moment to reflect there was a moment in that first episode where you made like a reference to joshua and the walls of jericho and it's, isn't that crazy that it this is, is the funny. year like i've been saying this is my joshua year where i've been yeah. like in the book of joshua and god just has a great way of like tying it all together tying it, reminding it's everything so okay so i don't know where to really pick up with you so like i have a little list of like yep. career like relationships simplifying like where do you want to start because I just I want to ask about like (laughs) everything yes so let's let's remind our friends what you do starting with an occupation Occupation, if you're cool with it yeah yeah so I am a mental health therapist right now I do outpatient therapy but I've done inpatient programs now I mostly do telehealth Mm. so I'm in the office one day a week but I do it four days pretty much four days at home and one day in the office kind of flex my schedule as I can to continue to walk alongside people and that's my passion to help Mm -hmm. them on their journey and healing and growing I mean it gets tiring because the work is really hard especially with COVID post-COVID trauma has always been trauma but there's just another level of heaviness that's on top of everybody yeah um and so it's been really grueling but it's still good it's still Mm -hmm. good I still love what I do even though it's changed over the since we've talked it's changed so much yeah before so and what you won't say I'll just step in and say that you've taken some risks like over the years of trying new things within your your career and some things like had an expiration date some things like continue on and it has been so helpful for me to see you even though 
two different career paths entirely, but to see you like take brave steps and are not afraid of growth in any way professionally. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I th- and I feel like it's the Lord leading because I talking about Joshua, I think of the scripture that is repeated of being strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. And I think God presents opportunities for us to do that. Since then, and even most recently, when I transitioned back to what I'm doing now, it's been, it was a step of faith going into that mm-hmm. position and doing new things that I found like passion that I like to do that yeah. actually is now like most recently, like today, my husband and I had a conversation about some things that I've gone through that he's has an opportunity with his new job. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I see God like weaving all of our experiences together you know going back to my career it's kind of up like I put it in God's hands and we'll see and and it's hard to step out and do something different but it's like it's his leading like always feel that leading and when it's time to leave when it was time to leave it was exactly the same it's hard to step out but also I would say it's hard to stay in too like Mm -hmm. how much perseverance through every individual that you walk a journey with Mm -hmm. and have to give your heart away and then watch it be broken if something doesn't turn out in the way that you'd hoped it would for someone so like not only watching you say yes and expand and grow but also to see where you've remained and Mm. watch God be faithful oh that's good yeah that's awesome. Yeah, I received that. <laughs> Come on. I, also, I heard you like name drop my husband. So, okay. So since. So since then, so I've since. gotten married. <laughs> okay. Tell a little bit about that too. Cause we love Andrew. This yes. is so exciting. Yes. So Andrew and I met, well, we say match.com or online dating. He had the free profile. He actually found me on Facebook and messaged me, which, you know, you never know like people messaging you on Facebook book but I remembered his profile on there and I was like sure why not and we started talking on Facebook probably for like two weeks before we dated because he went out of town he went to the Grand mm-hmm. Canyon yeah and then we had our first date which was great mm-hmm. I remember being, it was like, the nervous. John Foreman concert yeah it was the John right? Foreman concert we had tacos which is our favorite we love eating tacos together so. which is so funny because I remember like as soon as you like had the date for the John Foreman concert we were buying tickets for Lauren Daigle and I was like we were buying them and I bought two obviously for Chris and I and you're like I wonder if I should get another one and I was like do it and yeah, you're like well was, wonder if he'll be around yeah, and I was like you should just, just, was just like buy six it months later and I was like I don't know it's gonna work out yeah but you did it and it yeah. like Andrew and showed it, up yes, at the yes. Lauren Daigle concert yep. that's so fun yeah and it worked out and it's just been like one in our relationship it's just been one god thing after another mm-hmm. I feel like and one compatibility after another like the more we get to know each other the more things that we see that we both like and we can bond on and there are things that we have differences on that grow us things where I'm weak he is strong and vice versa Mm -hmm. so we're just seeing even though it'll be I can't believe it'll be a year I know. I was thinking it's about September. that too. I'm like, it's going to be a year. <laughs> it's so funny. And this is maybe like a soapbox. I'll just quickly like step on a little bit because like people keep saying like, you want him to be around or you like for him to be around. I'm like, yes, I love him being around because his schedule has been mm-hmm. so crazy with his job. It's just interesting how people, I've noticed this, maybe I've done this myself, like speak over your relationship or speak over mm-hmm. friendships or whatever. And they 
just, they put their own projection or assumption into your relationship. And that's something Andrew and I have talked about. People are like, oh, just wait till this year or wait till the five year mark or wait till this. We don't think we're going to be that way. And I'm sure everybody feels this way about their relationship. They feel like it's special and it's unique. And we feel that way about our relationship and just how we met and how in the stages of life that yeah. we're in and what we went through with COVID and all of that. It is special. And I just feel like it's unique and like we just enjoy each other so much and being around each other and of course we have our differences but we are quick to resolve those things and really just want to spend time I mean both of our Mm -hmm. love languages is quality time yes which (laughs) I'm so jealous because Chris and I are not we're two different two different people in love but Yeah. yeah so for us like and because he is coming out recent job situation he's coming out of a change where we will be able to spend more time so we're super excited what yeah. does 2017 tiffany know about love i mean take that any way you want to yeah. relationship with god but just like love in general what do you know about that now that you didn't then i think of the expectations that i put on it i wouldn't have dated andrew i don't think back then even a year or so. Why you just like feel you weren't ready? I think I had expectations that were either taught to me or I thought that I had that were ingrained or culture that I mm-hmm. have been around. Um, just gave these expectations and these guidelines for a godly man in your life. Some of it's not true and it's not biblical and that's something that I've been wrestling around with and I remember going through breaking that stuff down and asking the Lord like what is true? Like even before I met Andrew mm-hmm. was things of what is true? What does your word say? Yeah. You know, my phrase, I think I said for a lot of our friends, was like, it's just coffee. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. So that was what, so. that was your phrase for all of our friends mm-hmm. who were, like, dating, and they're like, should I go meet mm-hmm. this guy? And you would say, it's just coffee. One coffee hangout is not yes, going to hurt you. Right, exactly. And I even told myself that with him, just because, you know, you get so much from a MASH.com profile, but, like, you have to be step out and mm-hmm. be strong and be courageous courageous and yeah just see if you can get to know somebody and 2017 Mm -hmm. tiffany probably would have gone on one date with him and been like i don't know about this guy Uh because of these expectations that i had back then that I don't have now. I would have missed so much with him. Yeah. I would have missed so much. I was going to say the reward's so good yes. for the risk. Yeah, yeah. The risk is is worth it. It's scary and it's hard and it's not easy. But like, again, it's, it's worth getting to know that person. And obviously you have your non-negotiables yeah. that you talk about and you have community and you have people that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have God that you're talking to that's leading and guiding you. But, yeah. you know, like take those risks, take that chance, get to know people. This is the Lord bringing this back to my mind, but I remember there was a time, and I believe it was probably like the end of 2018 going into 2019 maybe, and I remember I had heard this phrase and I had written it down so many times, just like that you cannot be in love and in control at the same Mm -hmm. time. That applies to every part of my life with the things that I happen to fall in love with Mm -hmm. in the work and friendships and my husband and everything. Again, like I just remember that, that that was something that over the past year that I feel like God's like teaching me a lot. But I feel like that's like with your kind of walking with you through that story is like, 
you can't be in control. It's the the level of intimacy and vulnerability Mm -hmm. that we allow ourselves and that God invites us to in relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's just different than what you ever Mm. expect. And Andrew's the best. Yes. (laughs) Even though I know like he's my husband. I love seeing you guys together. It's like we're like the product of what we pray for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everything, God's timing, just everything with our relationship and who we are and how we are. It's just really cool Mm -hmm. to see God's faithfulness. In things that I prayed for, have forgotten I prayed for, things I didn't know I even needed. Man, it's like God's like, see, I put this in him for you. Well, and I feel so. like you really have found someone that like truly appreciates all um, uniqueness about you and what makes mm-hmm. you who you are. Pardon the airplane. Full circle, we're back <laughs> yes. to like our NAS area. <laughs> we finally have like planes being featured again on the episodes. <laughs> That's so funny. Didn't even think about that until now. <laughs> this is so funny because I, again, I listened to the episode with you mm-hmm. this morning and you verbatim say, I'm learning to simply simplify my life yes. and then we've watched the journey of you like moving do you want to share a little bit about your sure. living experiences yeah. right now of yeah how you do daily life because I think it is fascinating I also like want to hear about also the deeper layer of like what it's doing to you spiritually mm, and yourself yeah one of the things that I was like okay I think Andrew can stay around a little while is that he also wanted to downsize as far as his house people know me you know that I have wanted to live in a tiny house for ever since 2017 and before and before then probably (laughs) whenever the tiny house i'm learning (laughs) to simplify my life quote tiffany chin at the time in 2017 i've been on this journey for years of downsizing my stuff and as i've moved from apartment to apartment to being roommates with people i've just had to get rid of stuff um i'm like okay it's just like a work in progress towards going to tiny living and then when i met him and we started talking about because that was the thing that I would ask people I'd go on dates how did they feel about Uh that and that was one thing I remember praying to the Lord was like okay this is something I really want to do that's so specific though let's be real like that's like a box at the end where you're like I hope but I hope but like I'm willing to come around if it's of you Lord yes exactly really I you know my heart so when he said that he was totally willing to do that and that he had looked at container homes and tiny houses before we even met I was like okay that's like a checkbox in my book (laughs) also shows he wasn't lying yeah. To like put on for you. It was like, I've right. heard this before. I know. Yeah. And I kind of questioned him. I was like, Are you sure? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what were you looking at? And then we got into the conversation of so the deeper level of like wanting to downsize. Yeah. So it's like, What can, draws you to that? Life can be so complicated by stuff. And I think spiritually we can be complicated by stuff. The next Bible, the next Bible you're getting, the journal that you're getting, mm-hmm. the experience of all the things we can get so caught up in stuff is that you forget like the main thing of why you're doing what you're doing. And I think for us, we want to downsize so we can live more and experience the simple things of life that bring so much joy. Yeah. Camping, like we love going camping and being able to just pick up and go and travel. And the main thing is that we want to see the beauty of God's creation yeah, and see like what God has already put on this earth. Stuff is, they're good things, okay? Like we can have stuff. We still have stuff that we're trying to get rid of and still downsizing and simplifying as we go along, but it's to lessen our stuff. And I think financially, we're called to be good financial stewards yeah. of what we have and we're called to give. And that's something that's really passionate for Andrew and I. He is 
a giver. Like, number one, we'll give the shirt off his back to anybody. Mm -hmm. I love that about him. Together, we are both givers, and we want to be able to give and not be tied to financial debt. So part of living small is also paying off our debt Mm -hmm. so that we can give more, so that we can experience more of what, you know, this earth has to offer what other people from other cultures that can we can experience and talk to. I love our little community that we have in our RV park because there's people mm. from all walks of life that come in there. Yeah. And especially right now with the summer, there's a lot of people coming and going and people with kids, people that are retired, people that are just there for the night. And it's just that community. And you know, my heart is always drawn to having community and the strength that we have of building relationships with new people. Yeah. Do you Do you ever wake up though and just when you're, you know, in your camper, do you ever wake up some mornings and think I'm missing out? And if you do, what do you tell yourself? I don't think so. I think sometimes I get frustrated because, you know, I roll out my yoga mat and I'm kicking the mattress because. Yeah, doing yoga. When it's raining outside, you can't go outside. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes Mm. like those little things. Andrew and I constantly have this conversation of, do you still want to do this? Is this still, really? Yeah, just because we want to. Like, how often? I don't know if there's a number to it, but like, when I think for me, when I start getting frustrated about things, I'm like, okay, like, where are you at in this, and how do you feel, mm. and vice versa. We always land like we love our home. Yeah, like we love it. Yeah, there's frustrating things about it, but there's frustrating things about any home. Honestly, when I first visited you all, I have never been a part of a friend who had a community like that like I'd never been a part of like where that is a home and a living space but it really does feel like home like y'all make it part of like an extension of just who you are and like not only give but like also share yeah it's been so great so talking about that my neighbor has an herb garden that is overgrowing Mm -hmm. and so she's at my house every other week or so with just bundles of herbs Mm -hmm. and I'm excited because I have tomato cherries that are finally like coming out they're fruiting And I can't wait to give her some because I think her and Andrea had a conversation the other day when I wasn't there and she was like, wow, her tomatoes are really big. And I'm like, I'm so excited about these tomatoes. And so I get to give and people that have lived there for years are more than willing to help you figure things out. My neighbors have been tremendous in helping me out because I feel like all the major things go wrong when Andrew's not home. Mm -hmm. And so I have to learn or just ask for help. There's some people that have retired and they've moved down here from other places and they've sold their houses and this is like the RV life is the life that they're living and they're like we didn't need all that stuff and I'm like yeah it's so much simpler it's honestly cheaper right now because the housing market is ridiculous and Mm -hmm. I know you've had to experience some of that yourself we would have been in the same place if we didn't go the route that we were going but um we just love our little home it's a way smaller than what we ever expected we always said we would get when we were dating and for me like when I was doing the research I'd get like a four or five hundred square feet tiny house well our camper is a hundred and wow 89 square feet but then again we go back to like we really don't need 
stuff or learning that we accumulate stuff because that's the culture that we tend to live in is that consumerism and we're constantly like okay do we need to spend money on these different things not over buy on things Um, so what's one quick tip that you have say that someone has been living in their house for you know over 20 years or whatever and they're like I'm kind of where I don't feel like I want to do tiny house living but I really want to adapt simplification in my life and downsizing phoning a friend expert here like (laughs) what's something that they can do in their home to adapt some of the practices that you were just talking about it starts with an awareness what clothes are you wearing an awareness of the clothes that you're actually wearing mm-hmm. versus the gadgets, the kitchen gadgets, because I'm a, I love kitchen gadgets. Mm-hmm. So what kitchen gadgets are you actually using? And start getting rid of things from there. You'll start to see like, even now I have way more clothes than I need to that fit in our camper. And I recognize now that I only wear a certain clothes and so as I become aware of the clothes that I don't actually wear as much then I start getting rid of them I'm a lover of books I think we we share this oh yes we do my (laughs) color-coded bookshelf yes of course and so for me I don't have a big bookshelf I have a box that's Mm -hmm. I don't know like a tote box now when I read a book I give it away because I literally don't have room Mm -hmm. unless it's a book that I'm like oh I'll probably come back to it or there's things I've highlighted in it that I really want to keep otherwise I give it away I think it's just an awareness of what are you actually using on a database like what rooms are you in that was the first thing that really like got my mind thinking about tiny living I'm like what space am I occupying that's another like level of like environmentalism is like what resources are you actually using and how can you be environmentally friendly mm-hmm. by consuming less yeah and giving giving your resources to other people that's need true. or whether I'm a huge recycler that's so funny I was just on the tail and I was like don't get me on recycling because <laughs> I've been to people's house where yes. they don't recycle well, we're and from I'm like Missouri and mm-hmm. Missouri like I was from there and we always recycled so when we yep. moved like especially when I moved to Pensacola back then and knew there was no like recycling system here I was like gosh it breaks my heart you're killing me and yeah. it, they have one now but it's just not as popular it's, yeah it's not as popular and not as pushed as another area areas of mm-hmm. our country we used to drive to the, the recycling centers and i was yeah. like now we don't have to do that but i was like we were way ahead of our time yeah. and advocating for the planet yeah so i have always been a big recycler so Same. if that means like i buy nicer drugs because we like them mm-hmm. and we just use those instead of consuming plasticware we oh i'm not perfect yeah. yeah we aren't either but part of tiny living is also putting a smaller footprint that's something yes. that i'm really passionate about is a smaller footprint on our earth because like what are we doing to our earth by consuming and then also getting rid of all this stuff where is this stuff really going and I think of landfills and just how our earth is hurting because of the things that we're consuming and I've been watching a lot of TV shows and docuseries yeah. about environmentalism and how we can get back to you know growing your own food knowing that you can you can be self-sustainable and then you can also give back to the earth just as much and I feel like we have a responsibility to help it's what God gave us to steward and there's just a lot of I'm on another soapbox but there's just a lot of simple things that you can just start out doing like for example I like stasher bags they're like the BPA friendly bags that are reusable instead of getting plastic sandwich bags lunch bags they are a little expensive like the beeswax is that a brand 
I think that's a brand, and there's another one. I reached out to them to advertise with the podcast. I don't even know if I heard back from them. I need to reach out to them again. (laughs) That's a little behind the scenes curtain. Like, I was really interested in their product. I still have plastic sandwich bags. We still have gallon plastic bags. But we've bought a few of these so that we can easily wash them and use them again instead of throwing away a plastic mm, bag. That's so, so good. it's just small steps. And obviously, like, downsizing our house as small as it is, we do have a storage unit for people that are wondering of things that are, like, family heirlooms. I have a chest from China that is an heirloom from my mm. dad's side of the family. He's got some stuff from his dad and then some African stuff from his grandparents because they were missionaries in Africa. And so that stuff we're not going to get rid of and we'll eventually if we get a bigger place or if we end up buying land and building a house we will mm-hmm. put that in also I think everybody's like if they're wanting to downsize and live tiny it's their own journey so whether you do what we're doing or you just choose to stay in your same home and just lessen simplify your life like I think of the hangers with your clothes yes that I, you know I hangers. do that yes, yeah I yeah, do that now yeah. so put your hangers a certain way and when you wear your shirt you know turn uh-huh. it around and then in six months you know which ones you're oh, using. Oh, and you'll learn immediately that you only use 20% or 10% yeah. of the clothes that you actually yeah. own. Yeah. Seriously, so, I keep picking up the same hanger mm-hmm. that's turned the opposite direction. I'm like, oh, that's saying something. Yep. And that goes deeper into like buying, again, soapboxes. Hey, we're on follow the leaders. So follow the leaders <laughs> yes, on Instagram. Yes. Also, I really will share all the ways that everyone can connect with you because there is someone who's interested in living in the lifestyle that y'all do like you, there's some many quirks that I'm learning like with Wi-Fi and like how you do oh, showers yeah. and like mm-hmm. there's some questions that are like beyond like it could be its own podcast right we love talking about it we are getting better at putting more content out on social media you can hit us up because we love it we love talking to people we love sharing our story you know it isn't for everybody again if you can downsize a little bit I think you can breathe you feel like you can breathe and for me I'm outside mm-hmm. way more And I love being outside, even though allergies are kicking in this season. I love being out in the sun. Both love being out on the water. And sometimes it's just living in a smaller space that makes you go outside. It makes you go outside and talk to your neighbors. It makes you connect with people. Well, especially since we're coming out of 2020, which I think from what I've seen in patterns of my friend's life is that we all in the middle of 2020 had a moment where we were really getting to know our neighbors with walking. Mm -hmm. That was just like a common thing that I kept hearing that people just myself included like yeah. I got to know many many people it's different now because I'm living in a new neighborhood there's patterns that we picked up in the middle of the pandemic that mm-hmm. we're slowly seeing the creaking of like evading now yeah. and now that we're realizing the world is slowly moving towards health hopefully like I mm-hmm. just pray it continues to I know it's not perfect right now right. and it definitely is not over yet yeah everything that you're talking about points back to what we learned and loved and felt like was important mm-hmm. to remember that yeah mm-hmm. and I think that's simplifying your life is that COVID made us slow down and made us think about okay what are the things what are hobbies what are things that we can do fulfilling the whole that all these other things were Mm -hmm. fulfilling and we found gardening art 
walking, mm-hmm. connecting with their neighbors. Grilling and listening to old music was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Me and my Muscle Shoals music. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And being able to enjoy those simple things. Yeah. Like, we don't have to have the biggest stuff. And I'm not, like, knocking the expensive things and all mm-hmm. the experiences. I love those just as much as anything else, too. I think we all found in COVID, there are simple things in life that yep. can bring us joy. Absolutely. And can help us live our best life. We don't need all of the things that we search for that we think will bring us happiness. Hey friends, if you haven't heard yet to honor this 100th episode of Still With You, we are sharing Still With You's Psalms 139.18 message in form of a stylish neutral t-shirt. And I am so excited for each of you to wear this message. And what's even better is that all profits from shirt sales will be donated to nonprofit organizations who fight human trafficking along the Gulf Coast. This is a cause that is near and dear to my heart that I've learned so much about through hosting the podcast. And my prayer for this project is to give back to the community that I oh so love. To pre-order, you can visit my website, coleybrowning.com, or you can message me on social media. My handle is coleybrowning. Shirts are $25 plus free shipping. All pre-orders must be placed by August 24th, 2021. And again, all profits will be donated to anti-human trafficking safe houses and nonprofit organizations along the Gulf Coast. All shirts are unisex and come in adult sizing. And I cannot wait to see you style your shirt in a way that is true to you. Are you ready to sport your Still With You tee? Visit coleybrowning.com dot com to pre-order now my goodness I feel like I've learned so much when I first started this I was so naive and I remember too that when I took a brave step and like did all this then I felt like there was a moment where I stepped back and like retracted and got really scared Mm -hmm. but even in that in God's kindness and you watched me through this when I went through watch the ramparts and freedom like even when I pulled back God was so kind to invite me into that being a space where we actually break off like bigger fear and Mm. then it's like it's so much more than platform and a podcast This feels to me like something that exists beyond this room. I feel like this is so God's that Mm -hmm. it just exists in people's homes, backyard, if they're listening to it while they're outside Mm -hmm. or their car. I don't know how to explain that, but it doesn't feel like it's mine anymore. And that's the best feeling. That's the beauty of it. I just am so grateful for that because like, here's a tangible example. And you know this and everyone who's walked with me in this knows this, but there was a time in 2019 where I really felt like God was asking me to step Mm -hmm. away from this. And I prayed so much on the other side of that prayer after receiving like wise counsel, really just putting it before the Lord like he was like no I didn't want you to give up I just wanted more of this Mm. and I feel like on the other side of this even with this past move where I had to take a break I think I would have punished myself so much Mm. for having felt like I needed to take a month off or having for it to look any different than what I'd originally thought yeah and I'm just learning that it's not about me none of this is about Mm. me and there's so much of a gift in that 2018 2017 Cole it might have had a little bit of identity and ego wrapped in that in the very beginning because it's new and you're like oh what am I how is this who am I I am doing this yeah Uh it's it's not that way anymore Mm. and it's all it's all God like it is seriously all God so good yeah Yeah. and I I love it and the other thing that too this was so funny because we were talking about this in the episode with you is that we were talking about how outside of we often get caught up in like a Christian bubble and there's a beauty and art that is absolutely the heart of the father Mm -hmm. of just like loving 
people and getting to know people for people. Mm, and good. I feel like this has been such a good space mm-hmm. to exercise that. Yeah, I think... You, to teach just, me how to do it. The conversations that you have with people, it's just from all people from all walks of life, doing all different types of occupations, artists. I think of Arthur. He's like my Oh fave. my gosh, he's, <laughs> he's coming back on this season. I'm so excited. Yeah. We love Arthur Rocker. He's so, so good. I loved his episode. I'm like, he's a gold dude. You're learning to have conversations with people, but also like you're giving us, the listeners, exposure to people that maybe we wouldn't have just because oh. we couldn't have met them, but you had a connection with them and you saw their worth to be able to put out their story and yeah. how cool is that? I oh. love that. I love that Thank through this you. platform. And I remember like thinking through and talking with you like, well, who am I going to have for guests and like, what am I going to do to build mm-hmm. as you were building mm-hmm. and as you were recording? All the questions. Like, you were how? like my teammate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. We just know it's going to happen. It's just been cool to see the different people that you've either dreamed of, that you're like, I really want to have, yes. people that you've reached out to that you never would have imagined, uh-huh. and just seeing God like grow this space and how cool it's been. You know, it just started at Lucy's having nachos, right. yeah. talking about maybe starting this, and I go back to that moment and to see like where it is now. It's just... Mm incredible it's what you've done because you do have a part in it and it is god's but it is also yours you're using the gifts and talents that god has given you you're being brave Mm -hmm. every episode is bravery and putting yourself out there and putting other people out there and Mm -hmm. just want to speak that thank you into you i really do receive that because It is hard work. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it very, is. I can it's time consuming. It, I love it though. And that's even yeah. when I have a conversations like that, I just think, oh my goodness, there's so much more that I know that God has in store, whether it be through this or through mm-hmm. something else. I had a conversation with Jess Thomas, who mm-hmm. was on episode 97, and she, you know, her and her husband had lived in Jellicoe, Tennessee for 21 years, just serving the Lord. Even our friend, like Megan Mucci, she's like, mm-hmm. drink until the last drop. Like, there's a beauty of women who live in New York. They've adapted the attitude of like, we drink it till the last drop. And I just, Mm -hmm. I always, I want to be that like, refined till I die kind of girl. Mm -hmm. And so even at this hundred mark, I'm like, yes, I want to savor it and enjoy it. But I just am so excited for what God's going to continue to do. Yeah. Thank you for your kind words of like, honoring me like that. Like, I'm very undeserving, but like, I do receive that. And it's good to look back and take a moment to reflect And moments like that give us hope to know that like nothing's ever complete and that if God can do it for me with a little dream at Lucy's Mm -hmm. over nachos, then like he can totally do it for you and your business and Mm -hmm. and your broken relationship and illness or anything. Like the little things like that matter. I keep going back to that scripture in my head that it's in Ephesians about um, God will do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. That's where you're going and where you're headed. And Mm -hmm. like, this is like you said, a mile marker. And now we get to see what God's going to do for the next hundred episodes and the next hundred episodes, (laughs) the next hundred episodes, like that journey and our, like you said, being refined recently, I've been going back to our friend, Annie F. Downs and Uh her book, her newest book. And she says like, give yourself permission to be an amateur. And that's what 
you did when you started out. You didn't know <laughs> anything. And now yeah. you're like, you're editing like a pro and you've got music and marketing and like all this mm. other stuff that I don't know anything about that you've learned about and you've grown uh, to be better. But you gave yourself permission and maybe still now giving yourself permission to yes. be an amateur. We don't always know everything, but we can still learn and grow and refine. When you do come to a marker, mm-hmm. like a hundred episodes, I do hope that our friends, if they listen back to anything and there's something that I probably could have said of with more grace, either towards myself or towards someone else. And I mean, there's so much too that I feel like I've learned about how to handle conversations mm. of multiculturalism, mm-hmm. diversity, yeah. justice. I do hope that there is a level of grace that's given to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. To remember that that was me being 21 years old and that's not to give an excuse but just also to please understand there's like the beauty of the growth and I feel like a former version of myself would have just saw all that was bad Mm -hmm. and now that I'm here in this present moment like I just feel like I was doing the best I could Mm -hmm. and so I ask that our friends will understand that. And I think they will because (laughs) Mm -hmm. when we give permission for other people to make mistakes then there's permission for growth right you know tapping into the multicultural conversation yes. i've watched you on the podcast and off the po- podcast more like off just, than anything yeah <laughs> all the reading i'm doing learning all the reading all the yes. questions that you have all the conversations you want to have and yeah. i admire you for that um you had to admit that you didn't know Oh my gosh, there's so much I still don't know yeah. that I want to learn. Yeah, to be able to, to know. I think sometimes people get stuck of the, oh, I'm scared of what people are going to say because I don't know. They stop there. But you said, no, I don't know, but I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to talk to people. And I still do. Prayers like that, those are the heart of the Father. Like anytime yeah. that there's unity, he's like, mm-hmm. boom, bless, I got it. Mm-hmm. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that you brought that up too. Still With You has been a great place just to have, honestly, not an excuse. I didn't need an excuse but it's a great tool to be able to share what mm-hmm. i've learned yeah. and to be honest about yeah. that too mm-hmm. we're checking off these, yeah. these boxes, like out the boxes. Like, <laughs> yeah okay i do want to talk about the shirts the merch and yes. then i'll do a little closing question that we kind of did last time which was super fun okay so along with the 100th episode i'm so excited because we are going to be sharing a physical product that you can actually take and wear and rep we have merch like yay <laughs> <laughs> first still with you merch as i shared earlier like still with you is so much bigger than a microphone and friends hanging out it is a message that's from the bible the phrase still with you comes from psalms 139 18 and it's a promise that god is still with us he is not giving up he's not going anywhere and just the reminder of his constant presence so my prayer is that as you wear this shirt whether it would be a conversation where you can encourage someone you know you don't even have to say the name of jesus It can just be simply like buying someone a coffee or holding the door for someone. But just, I believe that the Holy Spirit is so active that you won't even have to say his name, but that his presence would be so known. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, you can present the gospel if you want to. It doesn't, (laughs) it does not matter, but I'm really excited for these shirts to be like out in the world. If you have not found information for that, you can go to coleybrowning.com and I have all the ways that you can connect with me and how to get one of those. All of the proceeds from the shirts are going to go 
to nonprofit organizations in the local Pensacola area that fight against human trafficking. That is a cause that is I've learned about a lot mm. through Still With You, and I'm so excited to be partnering with them to continue to help pour into our community because they've done so much. And so yeah. I'm just really excited about that. And I'm just so excited for everyone to like wear their shirt yes. and take pictures, tag me. <laughs> My prayer is not my prayer. That's so deep. My my <laughs> hope is that these shirts like will be paired with the most funky attire. Like I yes. want to see like bright yes. yellow boots and yes. like your neutral still with UT. I want it all. Like I want it to be basically like Pensacola Fashion Week or yes. like whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, that is that would be the literal dream. Please, please hit me up if you have not already for some SWYT merch. So you, you gotta grab you one. And there's super soft and comfy oh that's the best i love the soft they are also all adult sizes so there's no like ladies it's just your basic adult tee but you can style it however you want i'll be sharing tons of photos about like what different sizes look like we are doing this yes the last thing that we talked about on the first episode which i just thought i would ask what is something that you're watching what are you listening to what's something that's inspiring you well let me ask this too have you finished gilmore girls because last time (laughs) you hadn't 100 episodes back you had not and i can say i haven't we are so bad what season are you on i don't even remember it's i think i'm on like season five or six i'm up there somewhere but it's funny because i thought i should start watching it again because i I always do in the fall in a while and i was like well i haven't watched this in a while i need to pick this back so i think i might soon pick it back up because i really want to watch the new episode like of them oh this is what we talked about last yeah we said we're not gonna do it yeah so i haven't done it because i really want to watch the rest of the shows i'm with you i refuse i want to watch it chronologically gilmore girls obviously we're still working on that okay tell me what uh what other things are you watching what are you listening to what's inspiring you andrew and i have been watching the marvel series from the chronological order because i have not watched a lot of, I'm behind on have you watched WandaVision yes did I, you watch Loki so I started watching Loki and I was like I might be missing stuff here so I texted Andrew I was like um should I continue to watch this because I only watched I don't know like 10 minutes of the first episode he was like no don't watch it there's so many spoilers or there's things that you don't you won't understand because sure. you haven't watched all of the other movies or some of the other movies so I we've been trying to catch me up so that I can watch and WandaVision it wasn't so bad He's, I was like, can I watch WandaVision? I love too? WandaVision. It's so good. So he's like, there are some spoilers, but it's not as much as Loki. WandaVision made me feel things. It made me... Oh, like her... The, grief. Yeah, the representation of how grief can manifest mm-hmm. unhealthily in your life is huge in that show. Yes. I was like, some of my coworkers and other clinicians, we've been talking about it that have watched it because of the representation of yeah. how powerful grief is and how that can be manifested in somebody's mm-hmm. life, whether good or bad. In her case, it was bad. She built the whole she, world yeah, to... She wrecked the world. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, so we've been doing the chronological series. And That's then, so good. Oh, I love mm-hmm. to watch cooking shows high on the hog oh have you started watching <laughs> yes, it yes i have oh, um, people <laughs> you have to watch the series on netflix because it's not just about the food no but it is about african-american history and it goes back to the beginning of their people back in west africa and how they came to america and the food culture that follows. So it's, the show is just way deeper than just mm-hmm. food. And it's so good. It's like, uh, I feel like the depth of the show, like, inside of me as we talk about it. Because it's so deep. And I just didn't know. Well, I, let me just do a little spoiler. Have you ever seen 
a real yam? No, you have not seen a real <laughs> yam you. until yeah. you're basically looking at like what a real yam is, and you're like, no, that's never arrived at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some households it could, but I'm, I'm probably not. Probably I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> no, it's like the Carolina Gold Rice, and like I've never I heard know. of that before. And Maybe then uh, recently, we've been watching Gordon Ramsay's Uncharted on the. It's on Disney Plus with National Geographic, where he goes to these different places. It's cool because he's finding these. Th- of these local people uh-huh. in these different countries or even like he was in Hawaii and it was a specific people group oh. he's learning about the food he does a cook-off with like with another like a chef that he meets there or whatever and mm-hmm. they do a cook-off at the end of the show to serve food to like the monks or these people that they he's met along the way and so he feels like all this pressure oh. of serving this food. He has such a good heart. He's like someone yeah. who I'd be so intimidated to talk with. Yeah. Because it's Gordon Ramsay. Yes, <laughs> and he's very intense. And he's not afraid to tell you what he thinks. No. But at the same time, I love and appreciate that. And I think that he just has a good heart. Yeah, he does. So that's been fun for us to watch together. But I think like for me, when Andrew's not home, my go-to is the cooking shows. I've always watched cooking shows. My cousin tells me like when she would babysit me as a kid, she'd put on a cooking show and it would calm me down. Aww, so I think baby it's... Tiffany I know. Because like, my mom being loves... fully you. Yeah, my mom loves cooking shows. So that's something I think she probably just had on and it's kind of a thing mm. so well i mean historically i am not a food show viewer but yeah. i binged watched british baking show oh, and chris and i both enjoyed that it was really good i love the british baking show don't get me started <laughs> i love that show and you've lent me some books so those are next on my list the vanishing half and transcendent kingdom yeah transcendent kingdom just because i went of to your school connection. yeah I, I went to school with hers yaga yesi i would um, love to meet her if the opportunity were to ever present itself. I think she is a brilliant writer. I'm excited to read her book. I'm like, I don't even have any contacts with her. Because you were in choir, Yeah, we we were in choir together. So I'm like, when I first saw her out, I was like, what? Anyway, she's an amazing, brilliant writer. Yeah, I can't wait to read her book. That's going to be cool. Crying head. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that we need to say before we I'll ask you the final question Uh, per usual. Yeah. Per centennial episode. (laughs) Tiffany, where is God still with you? Gosh, he's everywhere. I'm just noticing him everywhere. And in in different ways than I've ever experienced him for who he is. I feel like he's busting. I just journaled this morning about how I thought of him in these boxes. I didn't even know I had a box for him. Mm -hmm. And um, he's busting those boxes in the most beautiful ways. Kind of scary a little bit because it's like unknown territory. But like it's trusting him. And he's everywhere, but he's also like steadfast. Mm -hmm. So it's that like within me. It's just been a journey of opening these boxes and taking him out of that and seeing him for who he really is. Yeah. I'm so thankful that you stuck around. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for all that you taught me, walked me through, mentored mm. me. Every little text, every tear, every decision. Big, you know, I've made some decisions mm-hmm. over these past yeah. few years, and not one of them I've ever taken for granted because you're just so giving. And I oh, love you. You're oh, amazing. Thank you. I love you too. And vice versa. Little do you guys know, Coley has gotten up in the middle of the night with me, not tooting her horn or anything like mm-hmm. that, but like she's just as much as a friend and giver to me because not many people are going to wake up in the middle of the night to help you with stuff and Coley answered her phone right away oh it doesn't go on silent i'm really bad about it again (laughs) 
to go back to episode two. I'm very bad about answering text messages still, but if you call me, I will answer. Yes. So I just want to, again, honor you as a friend too, and knowing that it's been a privilege of mine to watch you on this journey. There's just going to be so much more. I can just see this, the expansion. I think of the scripture that talks about like the tent pegs and like, Mm -hmm. put your stake in the ground. There's another level of your tent of this podcast that is expanding and growing and how exciting it is i'll be the glory oh god that's right thank you you're the best to wrap up this 100th episode celebration, thank you so much to each of you who take a moment to listen to every episode of the podcast, to partner in prayer, participate, friends who've been a part of the podcast and poured out their heart. It's incredibly brave and I am entirely grateful. And I love that we are just getting started. I believe Jesus has so many plans for this podcast and I love that we are able to partner with him in exciting, innovative, and creative ways that bring honor to the kingdom. I just want to honor Jesus through this. It is all about him. And that includes you, your voice, your story, how he designed you is without fault. We miss out when we don't walk in the purpose that he has called us to experience and to live out obediently. So I just want to encourage you that if there's something that you want to go after, do it. The Lord will totally honor your obedience to follow him in whatever he calls you to. Dream crazy dreams with Jesus. And then come tell me about it because I always am looking for friends to chat with on the podcast and get to know. I love to see him at work through this platform. And I am so excited for you to wear your Still With You tee out in the world. It is going to be so much fun to see all of our friends sporting the Psalms 139.18 message Still With You. Please tag me in all of your photos. You can pre-order the shirts right now by visiting my website, coleybrowning.com, or you can reach out to me through Instagram. My handle is coleybrowning. You have until August 24th to place your pre-order. I'm trying to work a tight turnaround time for you to be able to wear your Still With You tee. So again, visit coleybrowning.com and pre-order your Still With You t-shirt. I also want to thank our friend Gabrielle Grace for sharing her music with us this season of the podcast. You can connect with her at gabriellegracemusic.net or follow her on social media. Gabrielle Grace Music, her song Will Be Alright is one of my favorites and I appreciate her generosity in sharing her incredible music with us. Thank you so much for walking to 100 with me. This is a marking moment that I am giving to the Lord as an offering and asking Him to bless. There's so much more that is yet to happen alongside the celebration and I cannot wait to share. I'll see you next week on the podcast joined by another amazing friend. Until then, be bold, be brave, be you, and remember that He is still with you.